You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Now listen to me, brother man. I'll tell it to so you can't understand. We got a whole lot of more discovering. Don't act like you know how to know in the universe. You can't flow from the first to the next verse. You're a manifest of the effect of a cause. Without a man, but you're not a lost cause, brother man. Now hear me out, sister lady. Keep hoping for the sun when it's being rainy. You have a special kind of responsibility. The ability to channel out of entity. Tap into a sacred symmetry. Grown foster child into infancy. All my sisters out there with powerful souls. Keep your love strong. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to AV Underground, the podcast where we talk to you about what it's like and the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We're far from starting now, but I'm Josh Needham. I am MJ Watson. Hello there. And we're here with you today with a season recap slash season finale. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, whoa, I had one more episode coming. What happened to that episode? So let me explain some things. So this has been a very strange season for us when we jumped into season one and started av underground both of us were like so flooded with ideas i think that we're like we could do this for years we're never going to run out of content and we got a little too cocky finished out season one we got very cocky (laughs) we got so derailed i think with season two in the best and worst ways because it's been a very it's been a great learning process Mm -hmm. we started it out wanting to do how to's to help people getting started in the community but then very quickly realized that our how to's are not in depth enough to be helpful and um just not they're they're too vague not simple enough to just be taken and looked at and heard once like okay i get it right right so we had a little like a weird stint with the how to's and realized okay maybe this isn't what we want to do we really like talking with content creators, which is what we did a lot in season one. Almost every episode of season one was an interview with someone. And I think that was a fantastic way to go. Season two, we we really didn't reach out to as many people or get as many people on the show. Yeah, there was some We had, had some a few. We did there, have, yeah. like, I, in my opinion, our golden moments for season two was our interview with Kevin McMillan mm-hmm. that did the video editing for Cloud9. Solid freaking interview. Uh, I liked our interview with Talking High Def yep, and his YouTube channel. Which was our one. It seems like every season we have one remote episode that we do via Discord. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't we do two? I thought. Oh no, 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 no. There was there was another one that we may have if if the interview went through, we were going to do another. Yeah, one. Right. Uh, I never heard back unfortunately right, right, right. from that streamer. So we'll we'll keep trying. Uh-huh. We're going to keep reaching not, out. Not taking any shots. Not taking no, 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 no. It's um, you know, sometimes it's either people don't want to be on a podcast, which like, is fair enough. Or, you know, if you meet someone in a public setting and you're like, Hey, I have a podcast. Why don't you come <laughs> to my, my residence, my place of, uh, where I do everything. And Let I know we just a met, microphone in your face, but it's, yeah, it's a little bit weird for a lot of people. And, right. you know, like we talked about with, uh, with Mac Millen when he was here, Mac daddy Millen, <laughs> you know, for some reason when I, I tell people like, Hey, come on the podcast. And they're like, feel like they're coming on the Oprah Winfrey show. Yes. And I'm like, no, this, it's not like that, man. We just, we hang around, we we have a chat. It's, I would almost say we're even more relaxed than the H3H3 podcast. Yeah. Or I, just I, H3 podcast, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it is now. But I, I would say like, I, that's the thing I'm proud about most with this show is that we're taking the idea of content creation. Obviously you can take it very seriously. And we do. Like it's not, it's, I mean, you just had this discussion about taking things seriously or not, but we take it seriously, but I think one thing I'm proud about this podcast is that we can look at things seriously and we can have a serious discussion, 
but it doesn't need to be a serious vibe. It doesn't need like right. everything can be casual. You things can still be casual and you can still feel like you're learning something. Things can be casual and you can still feel like you're a part of something. And that's that's the part about this podcast I'm very proud of because I feel I feel like you said, like people don't see it at first, but I feel once people realize that when they get when guests come in and they realize that, they start feeling more inviting, they start feeling more welcome. And it's just it's it's the part of the podcast I'm proud of that we've we've held on since season one. <laughs> I'm very proud of the fact that because of this podcast, even though we just kind of like we threw it together, we're like, we have conversations when we're done recording. That we made literally varsity. threw this together. Let's just throw a podcast together, make a podcast out of it. And maybe other people will latch onto it. Like the amount of support that we've seen from people who actually listen to AV Underground, um, even compared to where like I think the pinnacle for me of my podcasting skills goes into This Week in Gaming, our gaming news podcast. And I'm like people that don't know what that podcast is know av underground right. and it's you know sometimes i tell people oh, i have a bunch of different podcasts this is what we do follow whichever one you like and they end <laughs> up clinging to av underground i think it's because there are a vast majority of people are not successful media producers they're average joes that want to know what what goes on in our world or they're people just like you and me that are trying to get started and are looking for a voice and I've been doing a lot of thinking about where I want to go with season three and what I want to find. And I'm going to ask you the same question of where do you want to go with season three? My thought is I like our interviews. I like being able to pick the brains of people who are in content creation. I think I would like to do for season three, try and get some people on board who are like mid-level successful or have recently found success. Right. So people that are like, hey, I just recently started being able to live off of my revenue from Twitch or YouTube or podcasting. Uh, I've just recently started being able to support myself through my artwork commissions. Uh, people who are like just breaking into that, that haven't been there for years, but talking about what was the turning point for you? Was there a thought process? Was there something you learned? Was it something you did that took you from... I'm never going to get anywhere with this, but I like doing it, so I'm going to keep doing it, and then turn that into, holy crap, I'm making money, right? And able to support myself. No, I I enjoy that idea, and I think that would make sense. And like the one thing that I think we should at least consider going back into season three is something that we considered going into this season was the whole idea of us doing like half an hour interviews and then half an hour of us talking. Because the one thing that or like however we like however the combination works doing episodes basically split into two of an interview and just us because what i've discovered that when we do interviews we usually can get like 45 minutes to an hour if we want to of good content and stuff but when me when me and you just talk i feel like we can get a good 20 to 30 minutes of good content but it takes another 30 minutes for us to get to that point if you know what i mean yeah and i feel i feel like us getting away from the the doing the whole th- however it is like doing an interview and then us talking i feel us getting away from that it i feel like we've learned a lot just from trying to do it all like you know trying to just do an hour of us talking it does work sometimes but i'm saying that i feel it could be a little bit more streamlined i feel like it could be a little bit more focused and better if we go back to that i feel our interviews are only gonna help from that because we're gonna be more focused on keeping the interviews yeah trying to find the questions that actually matter and not so much just leaving it as a lax kind of shoot the shit and and really condensing it down and then when it's just us we can get into like a real riveting discussion between me and you about a certain thing that's happened to us, blah, 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 or like something that we got off the interview that we want to discuss things like that. Now, see for me, um, 
part of what I'm going to be doing over the course of this, the hiatus we're taking. So after this episode, we won't be putting out anything else until at least November. Right. Um, I will keep everyone posted on social media in regards to uh, when, yeah, as in sure regards to when, when we're going to be starting was. back up with season three. Right. It will be happening, but I want to make sure we take the time to piece together what we want to do well enough. What I want to do in the interim, uh, I want to work on some of the things. Uh, I have some ideas that I'm not going to divulge on the air, right? But I have some ideas for like our station tag intro. If you've been listening to our podcast, you know that we start every episode with uh, you're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio, which is essentially like our production unit here that makes our podcast. That's me. <laughs> it sounds fancy like, for WGBH. But I, it's, I was going to say me. the whole production team of Josh Needham and Josh Needham. <laughs> right. Like, so that's that's WYDG. That's like me and the people that I podcast with. Right. So. That's something I want to I have ideas for that. I have ideas for um, keeping us advertisement free because there have been a lot of a lot of push of like, hey, why don't you put ads on your podcast? Why don't you partner with someone? Why don't you do this, do that? And of course, like we're on we're hosted on Anchor for AV Underground and they've got a new thing now like, oh, you can turn on a feature where people can support you directly by just paying you money, which is basically like Patreon, but through them. Right. And I'm like, if I'm going to do that, I'm just going to go through Patreon. I would like to run a business model for our podcasting network, WYDG, that it is based more on like the PBS WGBH model of working off of viewer donations, viewer supported kind of thing. I don't – I hate this new advertiser heavy world we live in. Sometimes you can't avoid it. You know, you put I put a video up on YouTube. It's going to have an ad running before it, and I'm never going to see any of that revenue. But unfortunately, people, unless you're paying for YouTube premium, you you suffer through it. Twitch is changing so that now you have to either pay for Twitch Turbo or you're going to watch ads. Even if you have Twitch Prime, you're going to end up seeing ads now. And I'm like, there's nothing I can do about that as a creator. I'm not going to see that revenue. You know, Amazon's going to see that revenue. And I hate putting people through advertisements for anything. Mm -hmm. So I want to try and work our way for the whole WYDG network into something that is user supported. So I think I'm going to tailor our Patreon more towards just the stuff we're doing with podcasting. Whereas right now it's like I had it set up so you could support our like Twitch broadcast so you could support YouTube, whatever. I'm going to just tailor that down and be like, okay, here are the podcasts we run. Which one would you like to support and at what tier? But as it's also going to help me if people listen to all three of our podcasts, Health and Mana, AV Underground, and This Week in Gaming, they can be like, all right, well, I only listen to this one. So I'm going to support that one because that's my favorite one or whatever it is. And I start to get an idea for like where people want the attention, right. you know, but also in this interim, I wanted to work on some side projects that both of which require scripting, <laughs> both of which require a lot more editing and a lot more work, a lot more time. And I think I really need to push myself to do that because, you know, we talk about having the half an hour interview segment with the half an hour of us talking and then we splice that together. Initially, we were going to put a split in the middle to like advertise our Patreon right. or whatever. And I remember if I'm being completely honest with myself, we, we did that the first week and I went, this is so much work. It's really not a lot of work. <laughs> it's just that I was being lazy. Right. And I want to push myself way out of my lazy comfort zone in this interim, uh, in our hiatus period, so that when we come back, anything that we want to do with AV Underground is not going to seem like a lot of work. An insurmountable task. Right. Because I would like to take, uh, if we have like an, 
a 45 minute to an hour interview rather than just like cleaning the audio and throwing it in there and being like, it's raw and uncut and great. I'd like to be able to take and cut out certain bits that are like maybe just us shooting the shit with them or whatever. And then deliver like two episodes, one episode that's like polished, edited, condensed that goes out to everyone and an episode that is raw, uncut. If you want the entire experience that goes out to Patreon backers. That would be an interesting idea. Because that way, the people that are backing us can feel better about, you know, hey, my money is not only helping to support the studio and keep everything running, but also I get something out right. of it. You know, so if they listen to something like if we had the Macmillan interview and it's like, OK, well, here's a 30 minute segment of our interview with him. We actually talked for an hour and 10 I was minutes. Say, we did a lot of shooting. This if show, you man. want to hear the entire segment, you can get the entire uncut audio by backing us on Patreon. Right. I, so I like that idea. It's just, it's going to be a matter of also making, like, just being aware of how we do it and how we splice it. Like, we don't want to, we don't want to keep, like, because, like, this whole idea of this podcast is, like, help other content creators learn. And we don't want right. to keep, we don't want to cut the, out anything valuable. Right. We don't want to keep the valuable information held behind a paywall. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no, definitely. Wanna... I want to condense it so that the valuable information is what everyone gets. Right. Exactly. If you want the extra stuff, like, you know, when we were talking with, uh, with Kevin about our experiences at the college and right. things like that. That's not necessarily valuable to people, but it's interesting. Exactly. As far as I'm concerned. So like, if you're, in, if you're like, if you're like interested in us as like human beings, like how we got to like the point we did, it is interesting to learn, but not everyone wants to know that information. Right. So I think it'd be, it'll be interesting to try and work on that. Um, I've also found that since starting podcasting, it took me hours to edit our first this week in gaming. Really? When we first started podcasting, because I was going through and editing levels because, you know, we're running three mics through a soundboard and it goes on one single audio track. So if I have one mic that's, you know, not uh, doesn't have the gain high enough, um, the levels are too low and, you know, we've got one person who the mic is like a foot and a half away from their face instead of like, I should say like five feet away from their face instead of like right where it should be. Um then it's like, okay, well, this person's really quiet. This person's really loud. And I mean, I don't, at that point, I'm like, I don't want to be that guy that's just like, hey, um, okay, but proper etiquette would be to do everything like this. And I mean, we've worked that over time. But at the start, I was like, I don't want to make the, make everyone that I'm working with feel like this is going to be a huge chore to start. Right. I want to take all the work and kind of put it on myself. And I was going through and editing like levels of audio by actually like dragging and cutting pieces. And I'm looking back at it now going, what a pain. Right. <laughs> so and I'm at the point now. I can't believe you didn't lose your mind. The episodes that. that we do for all of our podcasts are so streamlined and I've gotten so efficient with it that I can edit the podcast in five to ten minutes. In five to ten minutes after we are done recording, I can have the entire finished product together and uploaded. And that's great, but it also tells me that I need to push to do more. Right. So that's why I really want to like push myself well beyond over the course of our hiatus so I can come back and be like, okay, so doing what we want to do with this is going to take me a little longer than before. I'm not going to be able to stop recording and then spend 10 minutes to get the thing together. It's probably going to be hours of work again to start. I'm fine with that. I really want to put the work and the effort into uh av underground into all of my work really and it's finally getting to a point where it doesn't feel so overwhelming that i can't make any changes Mm -hmm. so now is the time man now is the time to push forward strive and change yeah and especially with this like hiatus it'll just give you plenty of time to like really plan that out what you want to do and just my whole thing 
like I said, we don't want to delve too much on air, but like with the side projects that you have in mind, my concern is the putting the time into the side project to like get it to like really get it and the the ball rolling on those side projects might all like I don't want to say take away time, but like might affect your time that you want, the more time you want to put it into AV Underground or this week in gaming, things like that. So it's again, it's just going to be a matter of it's going to be an experimental gonna, phase. Exactly. See, the good thing about it is that the the projects I want to work on. I'm not divulging to anyone aside from my close-knit group yes. of, as far as the specifics. And I feel like by doing that, by not teasing, hey, these are going to be coming out. Like, these are just things that I'm working on. They may or may not ever see the light of day. They may not. I um, hope it does. <laughs> I hope they do. But I'm also not going to make any promises because then I become too – I become more concerned with the deadline than delivering a good product. Exactly. So it's going to take as long as it takes. I'm hoping to be able to put something together by the end of the year. And maybe if I get – like one finished product together and the scripting for the rest of it. So I know where it's going and I know, okay, this is the work that I have left to do. This is about how long it's going to take me to do it. This is the amount of people it's going to take. I could probably put something together and try to kickstart it because people love creative projects on Kickstarter, but you really have to show that you've done the legwork. Right. You have to have something out there that people can see or listen to in my case. So <laughs> I want to put something together that it grips people. And they're like, I really want to see this whole thing come to fruition because there's probably a handful of people out there at least that this idea that's floating around in my brain for the last few years and the other idea that you and I had, like the, they're both ideas that I think if we give them out to the world, they're going to go, I need more of this in my right. life. So I feel the value is there. It's just a matter of working on it, putting it together and getting myself in the mindset. And I think a lot of it's been very uh, slightly shifting topic, but not entirely mindfulness meditation this is interesting you brought this up uh we talked about this was it back in season one yes and i keep bringing it up here and there uh i haven't been doing an everyday meditation but anytime that i'm starting to feel myself being anxious or stressed about anything uh anytime i feel like oh, i woke up this morning and i feel like garbage like i'll drop into a meditation because it's like i can lay in my bed and do this and half the time i get done and i, I get up out of my bed and i'm like oh you know what? I feel pretty good today. But it's being mindful of yourself, your body, right. everything around you, that kind of thing. And it's it's helped me to realize that I'm being mind, more mindful of my time and how I'm spending it. And I realize that I'm spending a lot of time doing things that I either don't want to be doing or I'm just killing time. You know, like we talked last week with uh, with Joe about the types of people that go home and they're just waiting to go back to work. Mm -hmm. And I can't help but feel like in a lot of ways that's the like the state that i've been in right not so much waiting to go back to work but waiting for something to happen waiting for the next thing you have to work on. waiting for inspiration right. sometimes and it's like you can't rely on inspiration it's a fickle bitch you really need to just have the willpower and discipline to do what you need to do and that's going to be me over the next few months while we're working on everything or the next month or so yeah. i say few months but like the next month to Whatever works for us. That, I'm going to be like sending out emails to content creators trying to get people scheduled for uh, season three. I've got a few people in mind, but I haven't sent anything yet. So like there's a lot of things that I'm trying to put together. And as I'm like combining my mindfulness with Evernote, we're not sponsored by Evernote. I just <laughs> I use them. I've used them for a very long time. Use whatever app you want. I don't care. Use a notepad and a piece of paper and a pen. I don't, whatever works for you. So I've been like just throwing these ideas down so I can keep them out of my head and keep my head clear. And I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp of like the things that I want to work on. 
and also the drive to do it. And now it's just a matter of like having the time. I I say having, making the time Time. to do it. That's the thing is like no one ever has more than 24 hours in a day. That's the, the same for me, the same for Einstein, you know, the same for Markiplier. We all have the same 24 hour day. It's a matter of what you do with it. Right. That's it's funny that you brought that up because one thing I I feel I've learned personally for myself like over this I would say over season 2 especially I I'm I'm way more well okay I'm someone who's always trying to been aware of my mindfulness because like I like I've like I've, I've talked about this information before I've been diagnosed with anxiety and depression issues and it's something that the depression issues is something that I've come aware of over the last few years and how I handle those issues and fix those well I don't want to say fix there is no fixing but how I help those issues and get along with those issues is I'm very I actually go I work with a, a doctor who his whole thing is mindfulness and being aware of your surroundings being aware of everything around you and with content creation it's something that i've learned like you just said it's about the it's about having the drive not the drive necessarily but the willpower and the focus to get it done with the mindfulness it's something that i've been way more aware of this past season is that's something that i do need to work on is that i need to like you said it's not a matter of killing time it's a matter of making the time to go do something it's something that I noticed it more just in brainstorming for AV Underground. Like you said, the first season was so easy because literally I could brainstorm something. You could brainstorm something. Text to me, I'd be like, yeah, that's a great done. But then this season, it was a whole lot more of, I don't have an idea. Do you? No. Hmm. Uh, uh, this is, this yeah. is, what do we do now? Oh no. And I felt, I feel like I've just become, this past season has shown me a lot that I need to work, what I need to work on content wise. And I need to work on the, making time to put in the work to get better at things. Cause like I still do, but I've realized I can do more and there's more that I'm preventing myself from doing. It's my own doing that's preventing me from not getting it done and my own mindfulness that's preventing me from not getting it done. And that's something I've just learned from the season too. A lot. I, I find a lot of it is for me that I schedule the time that we're going to be recording, right? Like I know Friday nights I'm recording Twig. Saturday mornings we're recording Never Made Varsity and AV Underground. And I recently moved. It was Tuesday nights that Annabelle and I did Health and Mana. We're moving that to Saturday evenings because trying to do something middle of the week is murder. (laughs) And I wanted to be able to take and expand our Twitch streaming schedule so that if people ask, when do you stream? I don't have to go Monday, Wednesday, Thursday because that two things wrong with that. One, there's a gap. Now I have to say three days. And two, as soon as I say Monday, Wednesday, the next thing you're thinking is Friday. We don't stream on Fridays. So now you're like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Wait, they're not, why are they not live? It's Friday. And so then it, it messes with people. But if I could say Monday through Thursday, 10 p.m. every night, you're there. Like, that's it. And then I've got my three days, quote unquote, off. One of those days I'm still working my I'm, day job. Um, one of those days you're podcasting for half and a day. Yeah, one of those days I'm doing half a day of podcasting. And I find what I do is I schedule the time that I'm recording, but I don't schedule myself time to edit and produce. Hmm. Like, it, I end up spending that time, but I never, like, block it into my day. So it's always a little stressful. So, like, even that 10 minutes that it takes me to polish a podcast and put it up seems like forever because I feel like during that entire 10 minutes, someone out there is waiting for me, whether it's Annabelle or a friend that I wanted to hang out with, or, uh, you know, I just want to play a game today. And I'm like, Oh, well now I have to edit a thing and it's only going to take me 10 minutes, but boy, do I want to be done with it. And that's the wrong mentality to be having. Right. Like I love working on these podcasts. It's, It's what I like to do, but I think it's because I don't schedule, I don't make the time 
for editing and production. If I sold my, if I told myself, all right, we get done recording Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon at one from one to two 30, I'm giving myself time to edit. It's not going to take me the full hour and a half. I don't need to take the full hour and a half, but like if I get done editing it and then I'm all of a sudden struck with another idea and I'm like, Ooh, I had a great idea for something I want to put together. I have the time to do that. Right. So like I kind of have to build my own work day as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's strange. I feel, I feel, I don't know. I, that's the thing that I have to do now is with, it kind of sucks because I feel like I shouldn't have to when I do it, but I'm with you in the sense that content wise, I have to schedule out every single action I'm going to do or make, or I don't think about it. And I put it outside of my head like you, cause like you, it, to, for some reason I just, it's not that I don't think about it, but I'm, I know I have to do it. But like you said, just because I don't have it scheduled in my head to me, it's just like, oh, that's already done. For some reason, in my head, it's like, oh, that's already done. That's already taken care of, but it's not. And then you get to it, and then you're like, oh, no. And that's when you that's when the panic starts setting in. So I think, yeah, I think that is a – I think it's one of those things that you can't really get rid of because it's going to happen every now and then, but I feel it's something that you, we need to do work on because it's, it's, it's kind of like uh, when we had talked about all the aspects of, like, streaming or YouTube content creation or podcasting that people don't think about, right. they don't know about. That's one of them. It's kind of the same for us making the stuff. Like we, I spend most of my time thinking about like the fun parts about who are we going to have in the studio? How can I decorate the studio? How can I build a set? How can I make a better podcast? How can I format everything to be like fun for people to listen to? And because of that, sometimes you forget about, okay, well I should also plan time to work on it. That's the thing is that I find some people have great ideas, but they don't start working on them. That's the biggest thing that I found is, um, if you're hesitant to start doing something, just do it for five minutes. Set yourself a five-minute timer and be like, I'm going to do this for the next five minutes. Sometimes that's enough to catch. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, it's been three hours. I had a lot of fun. That was cool. Uh, and I didn't even want to do that. So I find I did a lot of that with like school projects, right? Like you, You're like, I need to start this project. It's due in a week. Yeah, I can wait. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, I really need to start this project. It's due in the morning. Uh, I have three hours of editing ahead of me. Ooh. Yeah, and... <laughs> just you know everything breaks and you're like well you get done the project and you go man i wish i had more time to work on this right and you're like well i would have if i started earlier Mm -hmm. and it's it's harder to start things like schoolwork but when it comes to things you want to create if you're listening to this you're like and you're on the fence man i've got these great ideas but i don't have the time the resources whatever you think you don't have give yourself five minutes and do what you can with what you have and see where that gets you right Sometimes if it's like, oh, I need I need a co-host for this. I need someone else to be involved with this. Show the initiative to start something alone and that will draw some people to you because then they're like, all right, this guy's not just dicking around. He, he actually means business. He's going to do something yeah. or she. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> yeah. I'm just my my scenario. Right. Right. Is that I found people with me are like, OK, he no, he's running and producing three podcasts. They're not NPR, but. You know, at the same time, that's more than a lot of other more, people are yeah, doing. Exactly. So I don't want to. I was gonna say I feel like we should get we should start delving in more into the actual like season recap in the sense like talking about yeah. like specific episodes. But I actually have an interesting question and in, like through all this thought process, and I think it's a pretty standard question actually. But do you just think that we got burnt out? Do you think that's like what ended up happening? The season two is because we came into it, we came into season one so excited, and season one we we basically cranked out season one like i don't i can't remember think back to an episode in season one where me and you looked at each other beforehand going 
Oh, do you know what we want to talk about today? Hmm, not really sure. We we didn't really have that problem in season one. We had that problem a number of times in season two. But the one thing I remember most about season two is how ex- we were even more excited going into season two because of the how-tos and because of all these different ideas we had because we were like, okay, we have the foundation now because of season one. Let's watch it grow. And instead of us growing, we didn't really, instead a few things broke down that we had to fix. And I felt like, that burnt us out in a way. Do you so, feel that's what happened? Or am I don't I at feel different? burnt out. What I feel is a combination on my end of being lazy mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like you were saying, uh, a lot of that being a uh, oh well, you know, when I when I get paid to do this, then I'll then I'll put the the time into it, and <laughs> that's a stupid mentality to have. And I know that's a stupid mentality yeah. to have. And for whatever reason, I let myself be lazy in the beginning part of it, where we were trying to do how to episodes. And I was like, I was doing research, but a lot of it was just stuff that I had already known. Mm-hmm. I had, I did the same thing. And yeah. so I'm kind of beating myself up for that. But the other thing I think is that we started this podcast with just us talking about what it was like for us starting out in things and trying to get our name out there, trying to build a brand, trying to build content, trying to figure out what to do with ourselves. And we had a lot of passion behind that for season one with season two. I think we derailed ourselves a lot trying to be something we're not, which mm-hmm. is like how to basic. Yes. Trying to be a how to channel or e how or any yeah. of those like those guys that can manage to take five minutes and get really in depth with something. And we're sitting here like, how do we cover all these topics in a matter of an hour? Yeah. And especially if they're topics that we're not well versed in, mm-hmm. which I felt like we that was the mistake because the first how what was the first how to we did? It was I think we started off we with how to uh, start make a, a podcast. How to, how to make a podcast and how to make a website. I felt like the I, – I will say that the how to make a podcast, how to, yes, it could be better. But I actually do feel that one came out pretty well. I felt That's like, because I think we're well-versed now in podcasting. Right. The how to make a website one, I felt like me and you thought that was going to come out well. And me and you both went into it not, not I as I realized as very quickly been. that I understand a reasonable amount about – owning and operating a WordPress site, but I don't remember enough about starting it right. to get it off the ground. That was what I noticed too. I don't know enough about other web services like Wix and Squarespace that sponsor a lot of people. Um, I don't know a whole lot about how everything breaks down. And I had just spent that time learning about security because we got hacked. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a very awkward time. And I think it was us trying to delve into subjects that we were neither knowledgeable about or and terribly passionate about but we were excited about and that was the problem yeah so i think a lot of it it's not so much burnout but like we just we tried to be something we weren't right and because as you as you look at season two we come right back around to interviewing people and just us talking about yeah like midway through the season me and you were both just like yeah let's let's get back to what we know let's get back to what we can do it's one of those things like i thought about um comedians Right. And a lot of the the good comedians that you see are people who are just up and coming. A lot of the funniest stuff you get is out of people who are just doing open mic nights and they still have like their day job and they're just trying to get their footing as a comedian. So you, you go to some of these open mics and you're like, oh, my God, these guys are so funny. And you realize they're funny because they're incredibly relatable with things that you and I go through in our daily lives. And it's weird because once I feel like once you get a footing in the world of comedy and that becomes your life you're touring doing comedy shows you're expected to write jokes and put everything together but now your life and everything surrounding you is no longer that shitty day job 
It's no longer the mundane, everyday things. You're surrounded by flights to go places, hotels to stay there, and you start to see a lot of comedians start talking about airports, flights, travel, hotels, the the craziness of what they do on the daily. Like You talk about and are comedic about the things around you, which is great in its own right, and some people have done a really good job at it, but... I think you find a lot of the most successful comedians are people who are still able to relate to, you know, regular Joes. You get people like George Carlin, right, who was able to he did a lot of stuff politically uh, in the world of politics and the way that people work mentally. He didn't talk a whole lot about like, (laughs) hey, my hotel room. I'm in my hotel room the other day or, hey, what is it with airport bathrooms? Like he talked about things that everyone could relate to. I think you see a lot of that in Lewis Black. You see a lot of that in. Louis C.K. because he gets a lot into his family and things that go on there and other people that have a family understand it. And Bo Burnham with like the media production industry, I feel like he he has a huge take on a lot of these kids that are getting into YouTube and content creation because he's very his comedy style is very much peel back the mask that is um, stage productions and uh, the media itself. And so I think that in the same right, like as we've been focusing on doing this podcast, we also haven't been focusing as much on our actual struggles of getting mm-hmm. started as content creators. Right. So now all we can really talk about is like, hey, this is uh, what we've been doing for this podcast. And it's almost like we've gotten out of that, the world we started in. Mm-hmm. And now we're in this whole new world yeah. of, I, well, what can we do for AV Underground? Yeah, I agree because like I felt like the season for season one of AV Underground, I focused a lot more of like, it was also different because season one, I was very, very much still new to content creation myself. So I was trying to be way more aware of what I was struggling with or the issues I was having so that I could bring it to the podcast. But now that I'm saying, like, now that you say that, I do notice that a lot of this, I was focusing more on the issues that other people might be having and not the issue that I have or the issue that I had that I'm having with content creation. I think that's something else we're going to find with season three as well is that the segments with just you and I talking are going to get more interesting again because when we started season one, you had just started Never Made Varsity. Right. You were, th- what, three episodes in, I think. Yes. Um, I had been running this week in gaming for a while, so I had already had my feet wet in it. I was just kind of trying to get back into YouTube. There was yeah. a lot going on there. <laughs> there was a, when and you go back was, to season one, there was a lot of interesting things going on. There, there was a lot that you were still learning and that I was still learning and we were able to kind of bring that forward, but we've been doing kind of the same stuff for season two that, you know, I don't really have many more questions about you with never made varsity, right? There's you don't much. have a whole lot more questions in regards to podcasting. Cause like at this point, you know how it all works. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think what we're going to find with season three, because I'm going to be changing up and working on projects and doing different formatting things and putting more of myself into editing. Right. And I'm doing a complete utter and reboot. We're going to be rebuilding a stu- or building a studio for you, essentially right. putting together an actual broadcast studio that you can use on Twitch to do your podcast. And I think what's going to make that exciting is a it's going to be a lot more work for you to put together because mm-hmm. it's going to be strange when you start like. Okay, well, I have this Twitch broadcast running. I'm also recording it so that I can take the audio later and, you know, put that out into a podcast. So now not only am I streaming for like, say, you stream for about a half an hour to an hour to do your show. And then you're like, okay, well, now the stream is done. I've interacted with people. 
I'll take that video, I'll export it out to YouTube so that the world can see it there. I'll take the audio, and I guess I should clean up the audio. I should edit right, that right. down a little bit. I'll put that out on whatever network I'm on. So there's going to be more work going into it. There's going to be a different world you're getting into with live streaming when people start actually oh, commenting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be strange, but I think that's going to be a lot of where our content comes from for, yeah. for us chatting on season three. Because I feel it's going to be interesting. Now that I have my feet wet in Twitch, and you're about to be... Jumping into that diving into thing. the Twitch pool. You're going to learn some things that I haven't thought about. And I'm going to know some things that you need, you haven't learned yet. And we're going to be able to, I think, come together and converge on that. Yeah, I, th- I think season three has potential to be very, very interesting just because of, like you said, I feel both the well, you you're I don't want to say going into a routine because you're like you said, you're working on a bunch of different things. But right now I'm in a routine. Yes, you're in a routine right now with Twitch. And so it's going to be interesting to see like where now what's your next step and where is that taking you? And like like you said, like me, I'm I'm excited and nervous as hell for this whole like reboot thing I'm doing with with Never Made Varsity, because like you said, it's going to be a whole lot more work. But in that end, I'm excited for the, the more work because I feel like it's going to show me more things. You have to be because yeah. if you're afraid of it and you're like, I'm not going to bother because it's going to be a lot more work and like I'm not getting paid for it as it is like then you're never going to move forward. Right. You, you know, can. we've spent so many years streaming on Twitch, not getting paid for it, but pouring ourselves into it. And just recently managed to hit affiliate status. And now here we are. Like, we're not making a living on Twitch, but we're starting to actually see some turnaround. And I'm like, okay, well, that's just, that's really encouraging. Yeah. You know, when you see, like, your first subscription go through on Twitch, you see your first person cheer a bit or two. And you're like, you know that it's not a lot of money. You know you're not going to like, oh, I can retire now. But seeing that for the first time and that being, like, kind of a tangible thing where you're like, oh, my God. I'm making something. It's it's great. It's all the motivation you really need. And so that's what I would say. Is don't be afraid of the work. Because yeah, that's no. going to be me too, is yeah. being not afraid of the work and everything that I'm about to be going into. Right. And yeah, I don't know. It's going to, I feel, <laughs> I feel the first couple episodes of season three are going to be really interesting just because I feel it's going to be me and you walking in here. Well, me walking in here being like, guess what I found out? This doesn't work. <laughs> and that's basically, yeah. that's basically what it's going to be. But it's going to be interesting to look at. Part of it for me is I edit video and audio at work. Really? For a job. Right, 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 um, right, right. I thought you I thought you were implying that you like did your own stuff at work. Oh I was no. Like, Josh. <laughs> yeah, how no. dare you? <laughs> I would never say that on the air. Yeah. Also, I would never do that there because if I got caught, man, there, there goes my gig, you know? But no, the thing that like I don't want to say bothers me, but it struck me as weird when I was doing my whole mindfulness thing is like I put so much effort into what I'm doing at work. I say a effort, but like attention, I guess, would be the right. better term. I put so much attention and detail into what I'm doing at work to make a good product because, you know, I'm like, people are out there. Students are paying for this content so they can learn something. And I want to make sure that I'm not just half-assing this together and throwing it out there because someone has paid their money and put their hopes and dreams into, you know, going through this course, learning something and being able to further their lives. And so I've had points where, you know, you get to something where the instructor will say, and then for... And then to progress, and you're like, I could leave that there, but I'm going to cut it out. I've had points where I have cut, like, the second half of a word and then sliced that into the second half of another word because he said the wrong word the first time, but then the second time he started it wrong. And, like, 
then I can play it back and I feel like a freaking magician when I do this. Like, I feel like I am the David Blaine of audio. I'm not. There are people way, way better, way more skilled, way more talented than I am. But it's it's neat to see when you manage to take something and you're like, it sounded like crap. I put it together this way and now it sounds really good. It sounds natural. And I'm being mindful of that. I go, why am I putting this much attention to detail into not my own projects right. why am i not bringing this home with me and spending the extra time giving that love to my own work and part of me part of it is that i like the the raw unedited like here's everything we discussed have that and part of it's just like i find if i'm listening to the same conversation i've already listened to again then i'm like well I zone out. My yeah. my brain just like goes elsewhere. It's so hard. It's so hard to focus on this listening back to this podcast. But I'm not gonna I've lie. got a lot of really good ideas and I've got a lot of uh inspiration, motivation. That uh, episode we did last week with Joe, I left uh after after you left, I had a buddy of mine come over that I haven't seen in like ten years. Uh, for any re- like lengthy period of time. I bumped into him a few months back yeah. at Barnes and Noble, which is how we started like talking again. And I was like, dude, just come over, hang out. And after talking with him about the things he's been doing, because he used to do a podcast and then started recently on Twitch, got affiliated. And so now he's kind of in the same boat I'm in. Um, and But without the podcasting, he doesn't podcast anymore oh. yet. It sounds like he wants to get back into it, but just doesn't have like the people there. Oh, I know just the two guys who can bring him <laughs> in on a podcast. So, um, but after hanging out with him and after that conversation with you and Joe, I'm like, I feel freaking inspired. Granted, I was so burnt out from my previous week of like that, <laughs> the whole like two hour trip to work, hour and a half trip home yeah. from work and trying to deal with people and their issues. I'm like, I was so physically burnt out. I just couldn't like Saturday night came around and I was like, I'm so tired. It must be like one in the morning. No, it's like nine. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and then of course, like I got people hitting me up like, hey man, you want a game? And I'm like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> So then I like I slept, but this weekend I'm feeling a lot more on top of things. Right. You know, um, going continuing on with our little recap. You know what from this season that I thought was very um, a good learning experience for us. I don't know if it was a learning experience at all, but I thought it was just a good experience in general. Was the episode where you you um, the night before you messed with your audio board and you forgot oh. to fix it. I can't. I think it was like episode eight or episode nine. It might one have been one of those episodes. But when you, we recorded my podcast and we recorded AV Underground, and they, I went to edit it, and it was like sounded like we were in a cave. Which is so listening back to it, it's funny. But I think it was an interesting episode because it was the first time something like that actually happened to us in the sense where. One of I us fiddled with something and forgot about it. Right. And didn't double check. A, me- a mess leaving. up happened and the mess up was big enough to the point where what we had, we couldn't use anymore. And I just remember after we discovered that and you were, and me and you both having this like 10 minute, like minute of like both of us silent being like, so are we just going to pretend like this didn't happen or are we going to record another episode? And it was just like, do we really want it? Because another part of it was, I don't want to sound like, I don't want to sound cocky here, but that episode we recorded for that week, I thought was actually a killer episode. It was. It was a killer I'm episode. Sad about it. And then, and then it's, it was just gone. It was gone. It's well, one it's of still there, that, but it's gone. And like they say, an ounce of prevention. <laughs> All it would have taken was me to go, oh, hey, this isn't right. Click. And it's, 
me and you, I felt me and you were so drained after we recorded AV Underground. And then you were like, well, we got to record it again. And not only did we have to record it again, but we had to record my podcast. Yep. Again. So it was I, just. We got halfway through AV Underground re-recording and I went, oh no, wait a minute. I we recorded your podcast before this. Yeah. Shit, we have another one to redo. Oh my God. And I just. What remember, a day. I just remember sitting there being like, I don't want to do this. Like, I remember being like, I do not want to record another episode of Never Made Varsity. And I do not want to record another episode of AV Underground. But when we did it, I remember afterwards thinking to myself, I'm so, so glad I did that because. I don't like, regardless of how the episodes came out, I would have felt awful if I would have left this studio not recording an episode of Never Made Varsity or Avian Underground. I would have just known how terrible I would have felt. I would have felt, I, it would have bothered me all week. It would have bothered me Because it would have been, it's better to think like, I went over there and I spent three solid hours recording the same podcast twice. Twice. <laughs> twice. Um, <laughs> and, but I now have an episode that I can come away with. Right. As opposed to, I went over there and I spent two hours recording two podcasts, realized they were both garbage, and said, you know what, screw it. Fuck it. Let's and then go I went home. home. And it, like, I just. Because then you have nothing to show for it. Right. At least doing it again and spending more time, we had something to take away. Something to show for it. And, some, and like, it kept us, it kept us going. It kept the grind going. It kept the consistent, consistency grind going because that's what it was. So I wanted to point out while we're here, because this is our, our season two recap slash finale. Have you seen the whiteboard recently? There's a whiteboard over in the side of the studio, and it has uh, Watson swore on AV Underground. <laughs> Episodes since last incident, zero. <laughs> Our previous record was 23. Oh, nice. We made 23 episodes of this show before Watson dropped a swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that we made, got it to 23. Same. Uh, honestly, that's, that's just me assuming uh, I haven't gone back and listened to every single Don't. episode to see. Don't. <laughs> if somebody, if somebody's doing that and you're, you're like, no, it's not been 23. You guys, like he swore in episode five of season one. <laughs> point that out in the comments and I will correct the whiteboard. <laughs> Until then, otherwise, that whiteboard is staying up. Uh, otherwise, we're just going to go ahead and say that it's 23. Oh, yeah. And I have the I have a great record going on is what's going on right now. As far That's as I'm going to stay there and we're going to like update it. As far as, as my Hall of Fame goes. speech is concerned, it's 23 straight days. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I'm very excited for the next season. I do think I'm excited. Like you said, for the we got very derailed with season two. I think yeah. right off the bat. I don't. Okay, we got derailed, but I think it was because we got derailed for we got derailed for a good reason. In the sense, we got derailed because we were learning. Well, we realized that we need to do some more stuff, and we need to we need to put more effort into. The, I don't want to say more effort. I don't know how to word it, but we realized that there's more. There's it still sound more. Great, we need to, but that's really what it is. Well, yeah, we, we need, need to, to put, put more, more effort. effort. It's really what it is. And like we thought we were putting in a lot of effort. And to be fair, we were. But like that's the thing with this. Now is the point when we need to yeah. level it up, though. Right, we need exactly. to take it to the next level. We need to upgrade our skill tree as a, an episode in the past. It's, it's one of those like, you know, I'm now doing 10 pound bicep curls really easily. OK, well, now it's time to up the level, though. Now you got to go to 20 or 15, like whatever the next step is, like step it up one. It's not that that 10 pounds is not effort at all. It's just that it's become too easy. Right. It's become too easy for me to get lazy and just like, okay, well, uh, I know how to put the format together. Let's not change anything. Yeah. And it's going to be uncomfortable going forward. To ch Change oh, is always boy. uncomfortable. Oh, it's going to – that first Twitch stream I do, oh, boy, I'm going to be sweating bullets. Let me tell you. It's going to be weird. You ever step on an elevator and just stare at the back of it? <laughs> no, you, we've had this discussion. Yeah. yeah. Do things that make you uncomfortable and get used <laughs> to being uncomfortable because change is uncomfortable. But like they say, if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. All right. Now – 
for one last thing, I do want to ask you, well, not, not one last thing, but just another question. Do you have a specific episode from this season? Like, do you have a specific episode, your favorite episode? And there wasn't anything from that episode that you were like, took away from that. You were like, wow, this is great. I'm glad we got this. Or it's just another, like any episode specific that you really, really enjoyed. Ooh, I really, really enjoyed our Kevin McMillan episode. Yes. Because there was so much more to his story than I, than I ever knew there was. (laughs) Yeah, me too. So like, that was incredible. Um, and I really, really liked last week's episode was one of my, the episodes we've had Joe on are honestly some of my favorites because we get into, it's like a combination of creative topics, creative inspiration, uncomfortable topics, and like just being a little too real sometimes, you know, cause we've had him on for the depression episode, right? Which that was, which a, is one of my favorites. It is a, it is a, it's a good episode. I wouldn't say it's actually one of my favorites cause it's not exactly an easy listen to, but it's, it's not, but I think the value behind it for right. people who are just looking for like, how do other average people deal with things? Cause like, I don't have a therapist, right? So, or maybe I'm thinking about getting a therapist, but I don't know. And like, right. they want to listen to what we've done to help deal with things. And, my third, the third one that comes to mind from this season was just last week's episode where we're talking about, you know, your day job and balancing that with your dreams and goals. Yeah, I thought that was a good topic to get to. Get to. I felt it was a topic that we should have, we, we've been waiting a few weeks to get to and I'm glad we got to do it with Joe Blay. Yeah. I'm trying to look up our podcast right now so I can get like a rem- reminder of what we had for episodes, <laughs> but I can't, I'm afraid my phone won't load, so. Oh no. But yeah, mine, mine was definitely the Macmillan episode because I was... Me like it's it's okay. I really enjoy when someone not that I to Josh Foreman and talking high def. Not that I did not enjoy the remote interviews. I did. They were great. But I really enjoy when someone's in the studio with us because you can get a we can get a good chemistry going and we can really get a good energy in the room going. And the thing with Kevin was it helps because me and you know Kevin from school and we've been we're friends with Kevin and we obviously enjoy Kevin, but that was the thing that I wasn't expecting him to come in with all that information. I knew there was a little bit to Kevin that we didn't know, but I was like, I wasn't expecting him to be that, that inviting to his conversation or like that, like telling as much as he did and like how much, how much fun he had with it. Because like we've said before, he was, and I'm sure he's fine with me saying this, like he was a little bit, I don't want to say nervous, but he was a little bit uncomfortable beforehand because he just this isn't really something that he enjoys doing. But once he came in here and got in the room and the three of us really got together and started talking, I feel it led to the the Macmillan episode is the exact embodiment of what I want our interview episodes to be like fun, informative, but still casual enough to where it's just a conversation between three people just trying to, you know, learn some stuff about each other and get to know each other a little bit better. And yeah. I thought that was I just thought that interview was like the very, the, the, uh, ep, is that the word I'm looking for? Eptipitous? What is it? How's it go? Do you know what I'm saying? Ep, I, 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 epitaph. Epitaph. Yeah. The epitaph. Yeah. Hit me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just Episcopalian. thought, yeah, I, <laughs> Episcopalian. I, I, uh, I was an altar <laughs> server for like 15 years for a Catholic church and I had to altar serve for Episcopalian mass. Very interesting. That's a story for another day though. But yeah, um, that interview, the talking high def interview was good because that was one that I felt for the first like 10 minutes of the interview, it was kind of awkward in a way that like, it was kind of like the, like, so how are you? No, how are you? Sometimes oh, it's awkward because like it's with people we know. Right. Uh, I feel like it's a little awkward because these are people who know us in a casual sense from, mm-hmm. from school or from work or whatever it is. And you bring them into the podcast and all of a sudden they see like the, almost the businessy side of you, the professional side yeah. of you. And you're like. 
Well, this is only a little awkward because I feel like they're going to like laugh because it's it's almost like if you try to get up to do like a stage play and you have a part on stage and it's like, oh, no, everyone's going to see me acting and they're all going to laugh because this is not they don't right. think that this is me. But that was that was a good one because after a while, we eventually like we kind of like found we found the groove and we all were in the groove together. That's just something that another thing that I'm proud of us for is that from the start, I feel me and you. It was something I was nervous about with guests, us bringing in guests, me and you. We haven't done a lot of that. You know what I mean? We haven't done like interviewing other people. We haven't done a ton of that. We don't have a ton of experience doing that. So what's it going to be like, especially when it's the me and you doing it? And one thing I've realized from that is that me and you, we're, we work very well in the sense that we we have a set goal in mind. We're very professional together, but me and you both make sure to keep the guests comfortable. And that's something that I like between the two of us is like our number one goal is that if they we're bringing in a guest, we're keeping them comfortable. We're not there. To, we're not there to cut it's an their interview, leg. not an interrogation. Right. We're not there to cut the legs out from under them and make them look bad. Like that's not, that's not what we're here to do. And like, that's something that I feel, I feel we're, that, that's not my MMO. <laughs> I feel, uh, I feel we only, We've only improved with our interviews, and I feel like we're only going to improve, and that's just something that I'm very impressed with. And I feel our interviews just continue to get better and better. Yeah, I agree. I want to do a lot more with the interviewing and whatnot and honing our skills as interviewers right. over the course of season three. <laughs> there's a there's a, there's a few guests that um, I want us to bring in a few more guests that me and you have not met at all. Like we have no we have like we've never met them in person kind of deal. Because I feel that'd be interesting, but I feel when we bring in people that we know slightly, we can get we get very good interviews out of them. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's pretty much all I have to say yeah, about season I would two. Say, I think I'm not disappointed with the season. Not but at all. I, it's been a very big learning experience right. of what to do going forward. It's so. like it's like The Walking Dead, you know. You know, some people's opinions on The Walking Dead are, you know, very different. But like my opinion is season one of The Walking Dead was fine. Season two was like Walking Walking Dead of season one was fine. The foundation was built, right? And The Walking Dead season two is like, oh, what are they doing? Why are why are they why are they at this farm for so long? Why do they keep spending so much time in this damn farm? Oh, oh, season three, they're in a prison now. Okay, now we're now we're moving right along. That's kind of what I felt this season. Like, oh, oh, they learned. The showrunners learned now. Now they know. And now we know things. Yeah, hopefully. I would hope so. Now you we know, know just things. enough to be dangerous. Oh yeah. So that's so the eventual goal for AV Underground is returning November. Is that is that the tagline we're leaving them with? I'm gonna say it's gonna return when it's ready. Okay. But right now my thought process is yeah, we're gonna take a month of October. We'll we'll aim to be back in November, but ultimately pay attention to the uh Yeah Dude Gamers Twitter and We'll, we'll keep you posted there as far as what's going on. If there's going to be a further delay because we're working on something, I'd like to divulge a lot more of what we're working on with the podcast so you right. guys don't just like end up, oh, they're still working on it. Well, what are they working on? I don't know. They just said we're still working on it. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, from an outside perspective, that's like, okay, they could just be sitting around twiddling their thumbs not wanting to restart. And I want to make sure that people know what's going on. Communication, man. It's important. Oh, yeah. So Some would even say it's the key. Yeah, communication is the key. <laughs> but on that note, we're going to wrap for this season. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for all of your support, your comments, your feedback throughout seasons one and two. Uh, let us know in the comments what your favorite episode was from season two, what you'd like to see going forward into season three. If you have recommendations of people you'd like to ha us to have on the show. Um, I know I've got a few in mind, but we'll see how that goes. So thank you guys so much for listening. Any closing thoughts from you? No, not much. And like you said, season two was a learning experience and I feel we're going to take a lot from it and bring it over to season three. I'm, 
I feel season three has our chance to be our breakout season. You know what I mean? Like, really, really. That's the goal. Yeah, really hit the big time, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you guys again uh, when we return with season three. Until then, keep creating. Don't forget to check us out on the Twitters. And you can always hop to the website. Send us an email if you want to have that contact going on during our hiatus. Uh, otherwise, we'll talk to you again when AV Underground returns with Season 3. Until then, keep creating. See ya. AV Underground is a production of YDG Studios and is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters, Eileen Hubbard and For Love of Nerd. To find out more about our guests this week, check the links in the description. Our intro music is 9 to Thrive by Culla. Find out more about Culla by visiting Culla.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Do you have questions about getting started as a content creator that you'd like us to address in a future episode? Send us an email at yeahdudegamers at gmail.com with the subject line Ask AV Underground, and we just might include your question in an upcoming episode. AV Underground is hosted by MJ Wasson and Josh Needham and is produced by Josh Needham.